And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Doc Manson, at Doc Manson, to what do I owe the pleasure of you being able to record an hour earlier than usual? I got home from work a little bit early, D.C. Matthews, at the D.C. Matthews, home a little early, you sent me a text, and I said, all right, let's get this thing done, let's get moving, let's get going, let's get the podcast train a-ro-ro-rolling. Out from the station, let's go. Chugga lugga, chugga lugga, woo, woo. I love that kind of energy. That's the energy we always need on this show. I know you're going to keep it up this entire time. <laughs> okay, DC, the first thing I want to talk about is what the fuck is going on with Warner Brothers, huh? What What is what is this bullshit? Have you seen the news? Have you seen... This this stuff going on lately. They 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 filmed a seventy million dollar Batwoman movie. I heard that ninety appeared. million. Well, I heard seventy, but yeah. I but regardless, either number is made up or could be real. Who knows? Um, but they filmed the damn thing. It's over. It's in the can. It was supposed to be released not theatrically, but to HBO Max. And they said, you know what? We'd rather just take the tax right off instead of releasing this thing. Is that insane or what? I, I tweeted it out earlier today. I am pretty sure that we are not that far away from uh, HBO Max going away. This is like the greatest news that Netflix could have received. If exactly. Netflix stock hasn't already gone up, it's going up, folks. Uh, buy calls now because... What I was reading is the new the new owners there because there's there was recently a merger between Warner and I don't know but basically HBO and Discovery Plus are getting are, are being merged together. Yep, there's new people in charge, and it sounds like what they want to do is they want to take focus away from scripted shows. And I don't know about you, but like everything I watch on HBO Max that I want to watch is scripted shows. So do you watch any non-scripted shows? I mean, script, not yet. No, I was right the first time. Do you watch any non-scripted shows? I mean, you might argue some of wrestling is that, depending on whether Triple H is in charge this sure. week or not. Okay. Um, nice but, little tease for what we'll inevitably yeah. talk about down the road. But no, but, I don't watch any reality television that I can think of at this point. Um, I mean, you know, a lot of the stuff I watch probably technically is non-scripted entertainment, but not on television, you know, Markiplier and the like. I mean, I guess that's technically unscripted shows that I enjoy, but yeah, no, nothing on Netflix that I, I was watching. I, I tried watching the floor is lava or whatever that show was called. And it was such hot garbage. We watched, I couldn't one, watch more we than watched episode. one episode. Exactly. Uh, maybe, maybe we got through a couple, but yeah, it's not something we're seeking out. I mean, the only the only the only piece of quote unquote reality or unscripted television that I enjoy all at all is the Bake Off. I think, yeah, um, and that's seasonal at best. I I don't know when the next time is I'm going to be watching some of that show. So. I'm assuming in the fall. That tends to be a fall wintery type. But yeah, show, outside but. of that, because the thing I like about that show, I've talked about it before, is sort of the relentless pleasantness 
of it all. Um, they don't go out of their way, it seems like, to manufacture arguments and drama, um, which is what happens on all the other reality television shows that makes them completely unwatchable. Uh, as Daniel Bryan alluded to this week, talking about his time on Total Bellas and Total Divas, he mm. said, oh, horrible. The producers would literally script arguments for us. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's what all reality television is. It's all scripted. I uh, listened to uh, the Tell Em Steve Dave podcast, you know, mm-hmm. and these are the guys, or two of the guys at least, that used to be on Comic Book Men. Yep. And again, you hear them talk about some of the behind-the-scenes stuff that would go on. None of that shit is real, people. I have a friend, mutual friend, tall guy. Every time I try to have a conversation with him and his wife about how all reality television is scripted, they are always so... They look at me like, how could you possibly think that? The winners are... are genuine uh, dancing with the stars everything that happens these people how do you i'm like okay you fucking idiots okay like that i was able to work in an insult to a guy that i haven't even seen in a year and a half i knew it was coming (laughs) but really though reality television i don't have any i don't know i i don't i don't have any i don't find anything really entertaining about most reality television so no and yeah it you got to think first of all i agree with you the mangoes the mangoes probably it's what does it taste like to you i've had mango before so i get the mango taste but it hold on let me have another sip i can't remember what i thought it tasted like there was something I can't remember if it was like an orange freeze pop or, or or something. It's citrus. It's almost like, I don't want to call it a fresca, but it has that sort of citrus. Well, you want to try fresca, you got to try the green can, truly tropical punch. That is fresca. Oh, I'll be looking for that because I love me some fresca. Um, you got to feel for the DC cinematic universe because they can't catch a break to save their lives you've got the flash which is probably not going to happen because ezra miller's an idiot and i actually i heard a rumor that some of what's going on with this these dc properties is actually related to that movie um some of the characters and and like michael keaton being reintroduced back to the universe Mm -hmm. apparently would have happened in that movie yeah and so I, I think somebody was looking at Michael Keaton being in this Batwoman girl. Is it Batwoman or Batgirl? I, I don't. I want to say Batwoman, but I honestly don't know. Okay. Uh, this movie, and they were like, so maybe there's something there where they're delaying this indefinitely because they don't know how to get themselves out of that creative hole um, thanks to all the issues around the Flash. But I don't really think that's it. I think he just got new suits in charge that decided that I'd rather take the tax write-off and just yeah, never show these things, which I think is kind of insane. But again, it probably also has something to do with balancing the books mm-hmm. uh, as a result of this merger, whatever that is. Well, and you mentioned Netflix. You got to imagine they're going to offer to buy a lot of this stuff. You know, at least the intellectual properties for some of this. All the Marvel movies have moved to Disney Plus. Netflix could potentially, if they wanted to. I don't think they will. I don't, I think Netflix learned their lesson with with the Marvel stuff. I don't think that they'll uh, do that unless they can buy the entire 
intellectual property, and I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think they're going to buy the whole of DC Comics. Well, even beyond DC Comics, you have to imagine there's some stuff that Doesn't I think... Doesn't the C in DC stand for comics? Um, no, so I just looked thing, this up the other isn't day. Isn't it we Detective talking, Comics? Is yes. Detective is, Comics Comics? You are isn't that one Detective of those horrible comics, acronym comics. things? Yes. Once I get to the automated teller machine machine. Yeah, so I guess we should just say... DC. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. But then you're talking about me and yeah, it gets confusing real quick. Uh, But yeah, I did see that. I saw that they were saying, you know, uh, what was it? 50? No, they laid off 70% of the development team because they're focusing on unscripted. I don't know. They've been laid off yet, but that's the rumor. Yeah. Um, I just don't know what that means for our flag means death, which I enjoyed very much. Or Westworld. Which I didn't watch, but again, they have some big properties on there. Watchmen, I would imagine they wanted to do some other, you know. It seems like that's what HBO Max was known for. Good, original um, programming. And so if they're going to really get rid of that, then yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, Like I said, I think there's going to be, you know, some of these properties, maybe not DC, but some of these properties are going to, you know, get picked up. Like Lucifer was on... What was that on Fox? And then it got picked up by Netflix and they finished it off and all of that sort of thing. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, sometimes when mergers happen and you decide you're going to take another look at your property and maybe try to do new things with it, it doesn't always work out, but sometimes it works out, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, to hear the 2.2 million people tuned into Raw this week to see uh, Triple H's statement show uh, Were coming you out one of SummerSlam. Of What's that? Were you one of them? No, I have no way to watch Raw live at this point. So okay, did, I, uh, did you did you watch SummerSlam? No, no, no. Did did you watch Ric Flair's last match? No, no. Why okay. would I watch that bullshit? Because the card itself was pretty good. Well, that's not necessarily true. Some of the card was pretty good. Yeah, you know what was didn't sound too good to me. Ric Flair's last match. As far as I'm concerned, that was against uh, Shawn Michaels uh, Mm. more than a few years back at this point. We can just call it there. How much does it hurt these guys' legacies that they can't ever stay retired? You know, Ric Flair is considered by many to be the greatest of all time. But for someone like me who's now seen this going on, I don't even remember when Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels. What was that? It couldn't have been 07? Maybe. It's been a while. It was WrestleMania 24, so 2008. Wow. So it's been it's been 14 years since his retirement. He went to Impact and that, you know, uh, I don't know. It, it was nice that he had the thing. A lot of people turned out, it, you know, he bled like a stuck pig one more time. I just loved that in the aftermatch interview, he he was quoted as saying, I don't remember half the match. This makes you feel good about not supporting that sort of well, thing. Well, it was 27 it? minutes long. And yeah, you know, he's uh-huh. up there. I don't know how much he would how much of 27 minutes he remembers anyways. Yeah. All right. That helps but. you sleep at night. Did, did you watch Ric Flair's no. last match, DZ? No, no I did Did you not. watch the Summer of Slams? I watched a good chunk of the Summer of Slams. 
And how was that? How did you enjoy the wrestling that was on display? Triple H's first big sure. pay-per-view, although honestly, he probably sort of finishing out um, stuff that was started you know, before he was mm-hmm. in the position he is in. I heard there was a Zamboni moment, which... We'll, we'll get to, I imagine, as you talk about the cards. Something like uh, I'll say this. I am the uh, the Pope. Yeah, of posit- metaphorical Zamboni yes, moment. Yes. Not a I am the Pope of positivity. And I will tell you that Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair start the show with a very good match. At one point, Becky separates her shoulder somehow. Big time, Bex. I didn't notice it till after the fact. Bianca wins as we knew that she would. You usually don't notice injuries until after the fact, so I think that's pretty common. And then Bailey's music hits, and you get Bailey. And right away, I'm like, all right, we're heading in a new direction. No, granted, ding ba- dong! Bailey Is she still was- doing the ding dong thing? No. Thank I think that's over. Fuck. Jesus, uh, thank fuck. The ding dong, that is dead. Bailey, Bailey's return, we knew it was coming, but that was big. Then. The biggest thing of all, Dakota Kai, once released Dakota Kai, joins her. Now, I have Bailey said. Bailey Light, right? Exactly. I have said since we first saw Dakota Kai in a May Young classic, this is Bailey Jr. They need to team up at some point. They finally are allies. Then you get Io Sky, not Io Shirai, Io Sky. And they show up. Becky joins up with Bianca. You're expecting Becky to turn. It actually doesn't happen. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what we're going to get. Triple H then tweets, and we're just getting started. So I'm like, okay, we're going to get Who? a couple new. Re- did, you, did you say Becky didn't turn? You, you expect Becky. You know, I did not expect Becky to. Let me rephrase. She defended She defended Bianca. Bianca. I so she did turn. She, she turned did. face. I suppose technically that is true. I misspoke. Were you, were you trying to say she didn't turn heel? Because she's definitely been heel this whole time. Yes. But you expected her. So at one point, she is standing next to Bianca facing off with these three, who is apparently is named. Right, but you're expecting her to join in on the beatdown. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That doesn't happen. And okay. Triple H tweets out, we're just getting started. So I expect any number of things to happen. And then what followed was a good pay-per-view with no other major surprises. And so I came out of that show when I finished it Sunday morning disappointed. Come on. You can't call the Zamboni moment not a big surprise. You did not expect that going into the show. In terms of debuts or call-ups or returns or anything like that, I well, did not Triple expect. Triple H said he was just getting started. I mean, that, that could mean a lot of things. It's not his fault that you read into it incorrectly. I didn't That's the problem with Brock- expectations. They bite you in the ass. Him, not you. I didn't expect no. Brock Lesnar to drive out <laughs> in a tractor. <laughs> drive over there. <laughs> and I didn't expect him to at one point lift the ring, leading to a very comical Roman Reigns series of flips and falls to get out of the ring that was that was very cool never seen that before um i love the people online who were like oh there's no led skirts on the ring so i knew this was gonna happen people online can be done love it uh the show was good i did not watch the logan paul match because i don't agree with logan paul Uh, but he's the next big thing He's the greatest celebrity signing of all time. He's going to be 
the the cornerstone of the product for the next 15 years, DC. No. Or or if so, I'm not watching. I agree. Uh, Lashley versus Theory was fine. Mysterios versus Judgment Day. How can you go wrong with all of those people? I heard Dominic is not very good, though. He's not, but the storyline being told here makes it okay. He's not supposed to be good at this point. Um, Pat, <laughs> right. McAfee, Pat McAfee, however, very good. McAfee versus Corbin was fun. The second half of the show uh, was pretty good, though. Live, <laughs> it's hard to watch Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey and be like, okay, this is captivating television. Ronda should have tapped her out in 30 seconds and, you know, the little hinky double finish sort of thing. Uh, uh, but Usos and Street Profits, great. Brock and Roman always deliver. I watched some of Raw the following night. It was good. An hour without commercials. It was enjoyable. Um, people online seem to really enjoy Rhea Ripley wrapping her legs around Dominic Mysterio. That was a popular topic on on the Twitter. Yeah, Twitter is pretty horny. It is what it is. Uh, so yeah, you know, it's it, wrestling, at least for WWE, seems to be trending in a good direction. They had a very popular, you know, the, the ratings were good, as you mentioned. I'll be interested to see if that stays this way, though. You know, they got to keep the foot on the gas if they want this to keep up. So, yeah, but you know, the the number of talents who got big that Ali. AJ Styles, Miz, triple threat match was really fun. Um, yeah. You know, WWE trending positive. And I, as someone who enjoys WWE, uh, appreciate that. So I would say so. And again, you know, I know you can't watch live. And that does complicate things. Although I'm sure you could go on to like the USA Network website and figure that out somehow. But no, I don't have a login for any of that stuff anymore. So uh, I just found out that my parents switched cable companies. So I might not have one either, which yeah. uh, there's a way around it now. But I was disheartened to hear that. Um, but yeah, you know, wrestling seems to be going okay. Uh, it almost makes it seem like they were smart to get rid of the network when they did, because it feels like streaming services are consolidating more and more now. Well, they do still not operate the network in other countries. It's just in the U.S. that they license the content to Peacock. So. Are you more argumentative than usual, or is That's it just... That's not being argumentative. That is being correct. Are you more corrective than usual today, or is it only just, when you're more wrong than usual? Maybe yeah, am I just being wronger? <laughs> I'm okay, wronger. I'll dial it back. It's I am. I don't mind. I'll I don't mind because you're right. They still do have it in the UK. Glenn talks about it all the time. But I'm just, oh, man, I feel like I'm just like walking through a minefield. I don't know what I'm gonna <laughs> s- wrong. You're wrong. wrong. <laughs> uh. Uh. What else is going on, DC? You know, not not a lot. I'm starting to gear up for work. I'm dealing with some family. I dealt past tense. Okay. Quickly dealt with some family drama. Uh, What is your, do you ever email with your 
uh, immediate family, not counting your wife, of course. No. Do you ever Never. text with them? Rarely. So phone calls are usually the also rarely, but yeah, probably mostly phone calls. But again, that's rare. Once a month, if that. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to negotiate, you know, it's the summer and we, we don't see you as much. And I thought we were going to see you more often because you'd have more free time and we, we don't email well. Whoever, fig- whoever figures out how to transfer transmit tone through email because then I read something wrong so that I respond. I mean, I don't think anybody even really uses email personally anymore, at least not. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's very frequent. I think most of it's all text these days. Do, I mean, do you think that's the case? I mean, obviously I, you use email, but I, my mom and my aunt on that side of the family, I communicate to them. Although I got a text from my aunt this weekend. Um, but that's it. You know, professionally is like a different I'm, thing. I kind of feel like personal email use is almost non-existent in the wake of text messages and your messengers and so yeah. forth. It seems like that's the, the preferred method for communication for most. I'm working on a, uh, you know, there's a podcast idea that Brandon Banks and I are noodling back and forth to do a little my GM mode sort of thing for the joy of booking. Uh, and I had what if you guys were to make a list? Oh, trust me. I'm sure he'd be all over that. Uh, I had to send him, you know, a link to a document and he still had a Hotmail account. And I was like, I didn't even know you could still use Hotmail. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like I remember that. Yeah. You know, I remember having that and being like, what's this Gmail? That sounds weird. And I agree. Now Gmail is weird. Gmail. When do you think email goes away? I don't know, because I think it's useful for um, professional uses, workplaces, keeping a a more solid, centralized record of communication. So I don't think it's going to go away entirely anytime soon, really. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. And it is useful for, I don't know, getting sent my Amazon receipts and tracking numbers, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, It's, I don't know. It does seem rather archaic for the most part. How many email addresses do you have at this point? Um, 80 million, somewhere around there. That's a lot. Yeah, more than I check. I'll tell you that much. Do you create them just for like applying for things? Applying for things? Not even applying for things. Like, you know, when you're like, oh, you know, hey, do you want to enter this raffle? Put down your phone number. And you, How often are you buying raffle tickets, I suppose? I should. Never? Yeah, not enter raffle tickets. Oh, man. No. All right. I'd be more likely to buy a raffle ticket than a lottery ticket, that's for sure. I asked Brandon. He was lives close by to whoever won that $1.2 billion, but sadly it wasn't him. We would have been made in the shade. It's podcasting 24-7. Oh, we would have listed everything. <laughs> That's true. We, we would have made so many lists. Oh, man. No, but, you know, it's it's August. It's hot again. I feel like it's just hot all the time. Yeah, it is hot again. Time. It sucks. I want to go outside. I want to mow the lawn, but too hot. How? What color is your grass right now? Mostly green with some brown, but 
as opposed to neighbors who are mostly brown. I would say I've held in there pretty green still. But you have a sprinkler system or are you just out there with those? No. no. Um, proper nutrition plus, um, yeah, um, sprinkling once or twice a week, depending on how hot it is. We'll do you. So. Proper nutrition. What are you feeding this lawn? Fertilizer. And how often are you fertilizing the lawn? Depends. Um, these days, probably once every two months, three months, depending on what I'm feeding it. But yeah. And there's other nutrients, iron and things like that, that you don't necessarily have to put down with a fertilizer. So, you know, there's a little, there's different things, different ways to go with it. I do like to put down iron. It helps green up the grass without um, actually p- providing any nutrients that will increase growth. So, hmm. I know at some point we are going to buy a house. I just know that we are. Eh. And so, no. I don't know. I, I, well, I mean, you would know better than me, but I feel like if you were really going to, like if you were going to FOMO into it, don't you think you would have done it by now? I don't know. I don't know. I know the we still kind of, you know, we toy with it. We need more space. And so yeah, that's we are... True. You know, I think at some point it'll happen, but, uh, you know, I don't know the first thing about it. I, what did I do the other day that made me feel so gosh darn accomplished and it was the dumbest thing in the world? Um, oh, one of the retainer bars in our refrigerator door that holds all the items there in place so they don't fall out, it popped off and I was able to Google and YouTube how to fix it. And I that I felt good for hours just because I was able to look and go, oh, there's a tab to pop this out and then slide it on and then pop it back in again. But still, we all was, start somewhere. Yeah, oh, good yeah. on you. Think of think of the podcast fodder if I ever do buy a house and just oh, be like, goodness. welcome to our video podcast. DC tries to change a light bulb. <laughs> Glasses everywhere. DC. Fails to change a light bulb. I have changed light bulbs before. I have also broken this light bulb cover while trying to change a shirt because I punched it and broke it. But yeah. And it only remained broken for the better part of a decade before it was replaced. Yeah, just a little while. Just just a little while. Uh, yeah, I got nothing gearing up for your stuff. You know, do we are we moving to our six emails right away? I it's it's kind of the slow time. Yeah, not much going on. Work is what it is and gearing up, that's for sure. <sighs> not looking forward to how many, yeah, how starting many jobs, up again. How many jobs are you going to do? Let's figure, let's get to that. How many jobs are you going to do in the fall semester? Well, both, both universities? Yeah. Yeah, and technically Plus the extra stuff at your university or the, your primary university? Yeah, so plus whatever I do for my book writing stuff. So four, four jobs. When's that going to be done? Never. It's a, a constant process. Oh, uh, a delivery. Mrs. Manson, come on over. I don't or, know if she's going to come over. Uh, Hello there. Hi. How was your day? How's your day? It's good. How's your day? It's lovely. How come I didn't get an email from Rachel today? Well, you sort of did. Oh, is it? 
Oh, I see. Oh, okay. <clears throat> we sort of did. What'd you What'd you two get up to today? Or is that in the email? Yeah, yeah, it's in the email. All right, then never mind. We'll get to it. But <laughs> as long as you crazy kids had fun. Oh, you bet we did. That's what matters. Cool. Cool. What'd you br- <laughs> What'd you bring your loving husband today? I don't know if he wants it. He always tells me to bring him something fun. Well, often. He doesn't and look I am thrilled. On something oh. fun, but I don't think it's gonna be ready by the time the pod is. You know, before the end of recording, so we can stall. You know, I brought this, but I don't think he even wants it. He kind of gave me a face when I brought it, so I can just bring it back down. But what? What is it, Doc? What do you? What? What she bring you that you don't want? A banana? A truly strawberry lemonade? Oh, <laughs> mango. I have the mango. Candies. The strawberry one's not. It's my third favorite out of four. Yeah, agreed. Mango's it's, definitely my It's favorite. very sweet. I think I'd have to water it down and then it'd probably be okay. But Yeah. Mm. Well, have a lovely well, pod. Thank you. Good to Bye. see you as always. Bye. What's she making down there? I don't know. I know as much as you know about what she's making down there. Do you ever communicate with her, or does she just go down and do her culinary experiments, and then she brings them up to you? Well, before I come up for the podcast, I always kind of give her the look, and I say, bring me something fun. And so part of it, the idea is it's going to be a surprise. I don't know what she's going to bring me, so I don't know what she's making. You say, bring me something fun, please, right? No. (laughs) It's implied, but but no. Uh, The please is implied. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. How's your strawberry limonata? It's good. It's good. It's good. Sweet. What was going on in the bestie chat that I don't know. wanted Doc's input on? Hold on. They want my input? Uh, yeah. Chase sent us an email, but he's also, he, he was, he's watching something on Netflix and he had no idea that ecstasy was legal in the United States up until 1985. And that he's wanting an on-hand scientist but what's your what's your level of knowledge about psychedelics? Zero. Okay, that never came up in one of your courses. No, not really. Okay. Well, then we can find we'll find some research for uh, for Che to peruse. I, I hinted that if we ever get to our thousandth episode, we'll do some sort of big fundraiser, and our major goal will be we'll do psychedelics live on the air if we meet our goal of raising a million dollars. All right. So you heard it here first. Lock it in for, let's see, 2037 maybe when we hit 1,000. I don't, I don't math well. Yeah, whatever. It's going to be Something a while. Like that. It's going to be a while. Let's get to our emails. I know we've had at least a thousand of those podcasts at ddtwrestling.com. The first one I see comes from Glenn, and it is an appreciation email. Hi, guys. In the past, I have sent emails praising you both and praising the besties. But today, I give praise to the people that let us do the things we do, talking about the most wonderful but ridiculous entertainment ever, wrestling. My better half not only sat through our SummerSlam prediction show, but said she enjoyed it and subscribed to the AWIP YouTube page. So I would like everyone to give praise to Mrs. Manson, Mrs. Matthews, Mrs. Piles, and Mrs. Wheeler. 
Without whose support, we couldn't do what we do. Thanks, as always, Glenn N. I'd like to point out it's Miss Wheeler. We don't want to cause a scandal. I believe that is his better half, Miss Wheeler. I don't believe she is married. No, yeah, did I Glenn, say Mrs.? Yeah, Glenn hasn't put a ring on it yet. He will. Give it time. He will. Miss Wheeler. Senorita Wheeler. They are pretty wonderful. And sometimes they bring you strawberry lemonades you didn't ask for. Sometimes. Sometimes. Our next email comes from Nate, and it is the email. Hello, my wonderful friends. Time for vacation. I'm at the airport right now, waiting to board to go to California. Going to visit my uncle, see three baseball games, and venture around Hollywood. I'm excited to see the Angels Stadium. It's on my bucket list to see all 30 MLB stadiums. Few questions again this week. One, where is somewhere you'd like to visit that you haven't been before? Two, DC, is there any ballpark you'd like to visit? Three, what is your favorite album of all time? Have a joyous weekend, my friends. Your bestie, Nate. Oh, enjoy. I hope you get to see Angel Stadium on a day that Shohei Otani is pitching. He's that MVP we talked about last week. But, uh, but you know, good, good time. Good time, good time, good time. Uh, where is somewhere you'd like to visit that you haven't been before? Hmm. The moon. Apparently it's habitable. Let's do it. So we could be the first podcast. Mooncast. You're referring to reports that temperature inside the craters remains a nice balmy 60 degrees. I'm referring to whatever my wife showed me on her phone. That was some headline that said we could live on the moon. So I think that's probably it. I like 60 degrees. That's, that's so a certain elevation in the craters maintains a uh, that's, habitable temperature. That's borderline my ideal temperature, somewhere between 60 and 70. So I'll be there in my hooded sweatshirt. That Where do you want to go? Ah, uh, let's see. Where would I want to go that I haven't been before is the question. I think I got to at some point I would like to go to the UK just because we have so many besties there that talk so wonderfully about it. I want to do like a Che vacation on the in like the ocean side with those cabins sort of things. Um I would like to let Glenn take me around London town and surrounding areas uh you know see if I can track Simon down on his little, oh, you know, wandering, his meandering that he is doing. So I've never been to the UK. I've flown over it, well, by it on my way to the continent of Europe. But uh, I think I'd like to go to England, Ireland, that kind of area. Sure. I want to go to Japan fun. if we're keeping it on this planet. I want to go to that that park where the deer bow at you and you feed them from your hand. Be they give you praise. Even the deer give Doc Manson praise in this park. It's it's the it's the journey. Like that's a long trip. England you can get to in, you know, maybe I don't know, five, six hours. I don't know how long it is. But Japan, I imagine, takes a while. I imagine so. I but, imagine so. But uh let's see. 
Nate had more questions. DC, is there any ballpark you would love to visit? Sure. I want to go to the Toronto Blue Jays Stadium, except I don't. I want to go to the hotel that is attached to the Toronto Blue Jays Stadium so I can watch a Major League Baseball game live from the comfort of my hotel room. You know, you you, you could watch any baseball game from the comfort of a hotel room if you put it on your TV. Yes. Yes, but I went. we went to the Manchester, New Hampshire minor league uh, stadium, the team's name I can't remember, and they have a hotel where you can go sit out on your balcony and there's you're, you're like over the left field wall and I'm watching young Aaron Judge before he became potentially an MVP candidate for the Yankees. Uh, we're sitting there just sort of watching him play. So, uh, yeah. You know, Toronto also has a hotel. I'd like to be able to see the game happen live without watching it on a screen, but also not be in the stadium. Um, I think that would be fun. Favorite album of all time. I'm interested to hear yours because your taste in music is quite eclectic. So I'm wondering if you have a single one that is your favorite or if you're, you're torn between. It's probably Greatest Stories Live by Harry Chapin. Probably. Um, if not, it might be Bad Out of Hell by Meatloaf. Excellent choice. Very and if good. not that, it might be Drunk Enough to Dance by Bowling for Soup. And if not that, hmm. The Mark, Tom, and Travis show, the live Blink-182 concert album. That was a real mm-hmm. good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh. In terms of the three albums, I know I bought for myself, and I know I listened to a bunch um, Weird Al's Bad Hair Day. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bloodhound Gang's One Fierce Beer Coaster. And the album that is probably my favorite, uh, Bare Naked Ladies Rock Spectacle. 96, 13 years old. Played that album constantly in my house. So those are probably my three favorite uh, albums. Uh, and you, Nate, also have a joyous weekend. Enjoy your vacation. Have a great time. I'm a big fan of Todd Snyder, too. Um, the devil you know if I had to pick one, probably. Anyways. Again, very eclectic. Mrs. Manson, and I'm guessing someone else along with Mrs. Manson, sends an email. Burger Buddies. Hi, Doc in D.C. This is likely one of Doc's pieces of positivity, so apologies if I spoil things. I just wanted to send a shout out to friend of the podcast, Rochelle, for coming to visit Manson Manor today with burgers and fries and cheese. Oscar says, thanks for the snugs and sorry for sneezing on you. DC, I know you're only allowed one hot dog a year, but what about hamburgers? What are your burger toppings of choice? Peace, love, and donuts, Mrs. M. Uh, Technical question. Burgers and fries and cheese. Was the cheese separate from the burgers and fries or was the cheese on the burgers? In one case, yes, it was separate. Uh, we went to a local place that is known for frying their cheese. Um, ah, very good place. Yes. And um, one of the things that Rochelle likes to do, she likes to get an order of the cheese. Um, they, they serve that separately. So there was an order of just the cheese uh, at the table. Yes. Now you say we. We went to the place. I thought well, you were we didn't there. go anywhere. Um, Rochelle passed it on her way to the manor. 
Yes. And she picked it up and brought yes. it to the manor. Yes. But you also said you had to work. Were you working from home today? Is that how this No, I went possible? to work. Uh, I went to work. I came home around noon. Ah, okay. So I you, you said you got out of work early. You got out of work a lot early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got out early to partook in in this this lunch um, gathering. So The cheese is good. Cheese I like their good. burgers. The burgers Rachel are real tasty. The, the whole thing is good. I have thrown up in that. Um, if you've gone to the... <laughs> That's real good. I've thrown up there. You know it's good if I've thrown up there. When I was a little kid, I got sick. And in one of the, the, the flagship restaurant, there's this beautiful mural along one of the walls. I hit the wall. With nice. You just added, you know, you just added a little bit of art oh, yeah. to the mural. Yeah. Little little splash of DC. Um, I, I'm allowed as many hamburgers as I want. And those are... Uh, lovely. Uh, I don't eat them as much as, you know, we try not to eat beef that often. Uh, burger topping of choice. Uh, cheese, American or cheddar. I'm not picky. American is a type of cheddar. Is it? Technically, I think so, yeah. Okay, well, then there you go. Uh, ketchup, pickles. If I'm feeling uh, a little ambitious, you know, I I don't like shredded lettuce. I think shredded lettuce is stupid. Will you have a uh, leaf of lettuce? Oh, yeah. I'll put multiple leaves of lettuce. A couple leaves of lettuce, some red onions, some pickles, some ketchup, some cheese, maybe a little bit of mustard if I'm feeling a little crazy. Delightful. Bacon. If I'm going crazy. Oh, caramelized onions. Maybe I'll swap the red onions for caramelized onions. you're not putting on your burger? Tomato. I don't like tomato. Okay. All right. All right. What about you? I like a tomato. Uh, Lettuce, tomato, onions, pickles, jalapenos, if they're fresh, not pickled. Uh, Is there anything you're not putting on? Gave a similar number of ingredients. Bacon, no bacon? Usually no bacon. An occasional bacon burger is okay, but usually not. And usually I'll do like mayo and ketchup. I don't want the bacon mixed into the burger meat. Get that out of there. No. I'm okay with that. There's a local no. place that does like some specialty burgers. You can take home, cook them yourself. And they usually like will put cheese and bacon ground up in the meat. I like those burgers. I think they're pretty good. I don't mind like a Juicy Lucy style. If you've got two smaller patties with cheese in the middle, that's fine. But I want my bacon. I want to be able to break off. You know, you get the burger. The bacon's peeking out. You want to be able to break off that little bit of bacon that's hanging off. And that's your little amuse-bouche before you get into the burger. So you, you you want the crispy bacon that you can break as opposed to the yes. cooked bacon that's going to flop. Yes. Yeah. On a, you know, I don't need it super crispy, but I, I want strips of bacon on my burger. I do not want bacon in my burger. Okay. Well, that's, that's, ju- that's, that's just me. Now, I kind of want a burger. You're welcome. Uh, che. His title is Slap Nuts. Hey, gents, as today is National Grab Some Nuts Day, which nut is the <laughs> king of nuts? What is instantly made better but nut butter? Buy nut butter? Where what does Brock a ring over with a tractor rank on the list of wrestling's nuttiest moments? All the best. Caress your nuts. Take care of them. On today of all days, Che sent from my nut juice damp fingertips. 
Can I tell you that is one of my favorite parts of the podcast that our besties know to cha- to add those little things afterwards? Uh, it makes me so happy. Uh, what's your favorite nut, Doc? One nut to rule them all. You can only eat one nut for the rest of your life. Due to the versatility, it's probably the almond, but Correct. I don't know that it's my favorite nut. Well, they, and again, I guess that we have different categories. What's your favorite nut to eat just a handful of? I like them all, really. Cashews are great. Macadamia are great. Pistachio are great. Walnuts I think I'm going with the pistachio. Great. So, yeah, hard to say. I like them all. I think I'm going with a pistachio for just out of hand. I spent, you know, 20 minutes shelling a huge amount of them and just putting them in a bag. So now every so often I can just grab some shelled pistachios. Uh, What's your favorite nut butter? I haven't had that many of them. Um, Probably almond butter by default. I got to go with the classic peanut butter. Peanut, although. I suppose that's technically that's why true. I didn't oh, add technicality. Nuts in the king of nuts because it's not a nut. Once again, once again on this episode, Doc corrects DC. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, am uh, I right? <laughs> uh, no, but you're you're technically right. It's a legume, so uh, yeah, I guess then. I'll, no, actually, you know what? Cashew butter. Cashew butter is very good. I don't think I've had cashew butter. But I think ah. I might be with you if I've had if I would have had it. It's good. It's good. I was just it's thinking good. about how a cashew grinds up in the mouth compared to an almond. I I, I think it would be more pleasing due to the higher fat mm. content. But uh, what is instantly made better by nut butter? A banana. Yeah, a banana or any type of smoothie. Really, a milkshake. True. Very true. Um, yeah, an apple can be good on its own and you can mix an apple with cheese. You can mix an apple with chocolate hummus or whatever, but a banana needs a banana with some almond butter or cashew butter. Pretty darn good. Or peanut butter if I'm allowed to go into the legume butter territory. Uh, Brock tipping over the ring wrestling's nuttiest moments. Oh, you clever, clever boy, Che. I I certainly didn't see it coming. No. I stayed of I woke up Sunday morning having not watched the second half of the show. I stayed off of Twitter. I just wrote my thoughts down in a notebook. Um I certainly well and also because I've seen Brock and Roman so many times, I wasn't really paying the most attention to it. And then all of a sudden I heard Michael Cole scream and I looked up and I went, Oh my God, what is he doing? And then I like I looked up almost just in time to see Roman you know flop out of the ring and i was just like okay i've never seen this before don't you kind of feel like those types of moments though have diminished return and i know this is whatever accuse me of complaining for the sake of complaining um but like i don't know man like the beer truck was novel the milk truck was hilarious uh, in terms of sending up the beer truck. The Zamboni was a fucking Zamboni, which will never not be funny. Um, but at some point, I just feel like the big equipment thing has been done. And I think about these other moments as soon as I see something like that. Mm-hmm. And I always just kind of say, 
okay, I mean, yeah, but like they've done it before and it was better before. You know what I mean? The exception I'll make to this one is what they did with it. We've seen lots of equipment, trucks, what have you, brought to the ring. Uh, We've seen the ring break lots of times. Brock Lesnar, Big Show, Superplex breaks the ring. Yokozuna breaks the ropes, all of that type of stuff. I've never seen anyone literally take the ring and almost turn it 90 degrees. 110-pound Finn Balor as the demon jumping on the top rope, but Godly knows to break. We've seen it all before, folks. Yeah, that's it. That kind of stuff to me is that we've seen. This was new. I had never seen that before. If he had just torn, if he had like taken a turnbuckle over and the whole thing collapsed, I've seen that. This, he, you know, and I tweeted out that uh, Tony Khan's going to make his next AEW. Somebody, I think, called it full tilt, where just the rig's permanently like that. Um, Yeah, I would say, you know, is it one of the nuttiest moments? I don't know. All that stuff with the beer truck and the milk truck and the Zamboni hold special place and Rikishi falling off the top of a cage and landing in the back of a, you know, the bed of a pickup truck or whatever. That was stuff that happened during my childhood. So Ron Strowman living in a dumpster for oh a my week god, and a half. that was that was great. That was novel. <laughs> so yeah, but it is up there. I I suppose that's going to be shown for years. So I suppose I suppose. Thank you, Che. Enjoy your uh, nutty nutty day, uh, Brent. A work in progress. Our subject is subject. Hello, friends. We've all had to work at jobs we don't like. Like I used to work in a dog food packing warehouse. Boy, I don't miss that smell. Let me tell you. Anyways, I was wondering if you guys worked at any jobs you hated. If not, tell me your favorite color or something. I hope you all are having a good <laughs> summer. Sincerely, your friend from the cornfield. Uh, Brent, you're a funny guy. Um, did I ever worked in a job I hated? Hated. I can't say I loved working at Taco Bell. Um, but I also don't say I. I don't know that I've had a job. I've worked for people I have really not liked, and that makes the job not fun. But I feel like that's not quite what he's asking. He's asking if the job itself. I also I will freely admit have not worked. At a lot of jobs. I I substitute taught one day at an inner city middle school. I will never do that again. That is one job that I actively hated. I just hate work in general. We know. Not quite what he was asking, but. um, But do you hate your job? Yeah. Yeah, I think I do. When you wake up in the morning, you are filled with dread and loathing because of your job. Yeah, some days. Some days. Well, I'll dread and loathing is sort of goes just goes hand in hand. Give me a percentage. What percentage of in a five day week? How many of those days do you think you hate your job? Five. And do you think that at some point throughout the day or multiple times a day? Multiple times a day. We don't have time to get into this, but we got to change that. (laughs) Life's too short. This whole planet could be blown up in like six months. We got you got to enjoy something. Something. I enjoy 
not being at work. Got to start robbing some banks or something. Mm. Uh, what's your favorite color? Let's let's double up. I don't know. Blue. <laughs> it's also a good title for this episode. <laughs> I don't know. Dot, 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 dot. Uh, yeah, royal blue, cobalt blue. I'll, I'll say that. Uh, thank you, Brent. Our last email, our, our penultimate email from Brent was subject. From Brandon Banks, there is no subject, is the subject. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. I don't want to be left out. Sorry, here's my email. Since the sad, sad news of the Choco Taco's demise broke this week, what is another food or desert item that has been discontinued that you would bring back? Oh, he did say desert item. Also, how about an ice cream truck novelty item bracket for next week? And now a memory. At one point, Chavo Guerrero Jr. was the greatest wrestler of all time. Sent from my iPhone. Brandon Banks, I'm going to throw this on you. You told me at one point, and I think this had to do with the Joy of Booking podcast, but you said if you had created a bracket... Would I do it? And I said, yes. Did I get a bracket? No. So I'll say this to you, Brandon Banks. You make us the ice cream truck novelty item bracket for next week, and we will do it. This is the first time in history that DC has turned down the idea to make a bracket himself. I'm, you know, I I enjoy you brackets. You love brackets. You would I bathe do. in brackets if you could. I do. But at the same time, Brandon, who also loves brackets. Uh-huh. 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 Special delivery from the most beautiful woman in the world. Thank you, my love. Mrs. Don't roll Manson your went eyes. to your it's apartment. True. No. But good. Well done. Well played. Thank you. No, I got fresh watermelon delivered. Delicious. Enjoy. Mm. I shall. I shall. But yeah. No, I want to share the love. So Brandon Banks, you make me the bracket and we'll do it. Um food or dessert item that has been discontinued. To think about something that has been uh, my initial thought is to go with the McRib, but I that keeps coming back and I don't actually know the last time I had a McRib. Are you Googling it? I am Googling discontinued food items. Yeah. Um, but the McRib, I don't think counts at all because that's just a periodically available thing. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Jello pudding pops. Ooh. That's probably the one for me. I love the vanilla pudding pops. Excellent choice. They have a completely Cannot different argue. consistency. Obviously, the vanilla ones have a different flavor as well, but even the chocolate ones. They have a completely different consistency than does a fudge pop. They're not the same thing, not even remotely close. Pudding pops were a whole nother thing. Really delicious. Really quite good. So let's see here. I'm gonna probably go to the same Yahoo article that you went to. See if I can think of a Altoid Sours. What the hell? What the uh, hell? Let's see. No, no. Mm. Those Jello pudding pops do look good. We have a Yasso. Um, we're we're into the Yasso bars right now, which are excellent. Um, but I don't know if that's the same thing. Uh, let's see here. 
Do you remember nope. cream savers? Were those the lifesavers that were like creamsicle type things? Yeah, I don't know if they were technically lifesavers or not. I assume that they were, but they were the ones that kind of had that milky white running through them, and they'd be like strawberry and cream flavor. Those were good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, number 25 on this list, man. I've eaten a lot of Dunkaroos in my life. I thought Dunkaroos let's, were back. I they maybe they are. Let's take let's take essentially even sweeter animal crackers and then give you a small amount of frosting and just let you go wild, children. Go wild. Remember squeezits? Mm-hmm. Those juices that you get that came in the plastic bottles that you rip the top off of and you squeeze it in your mouth and it was just sugar. Yeah. Those were good. I would also imagine a lot of the foods that we talked about on our recent candy tournament, like do they still make ring pops or push pops or all of that? Probably not, but I think they do make a lot of those. Oh, I see. You've moved to this article (laughs) because I just saw cream savers and I'm like, okay. I see. Um, you know, now granted, Jello, you know, is going to have an issue with representation based on who their spokesman was for so long. But Butterfinger um, BBs, the original recipe. Those were on our list. That's what I'm saying. Those were on our list. I remember wanting to like the Oreo Cakesters and just not. Yeah, they weren't good. What's your go? Oh, Coke with lime. Diet Coke with lime was delicious. And when we went recently with GQ uh, to the burrito place to have to watch him eat lunch, um, <laughs> I had some Coke with lime and it was delightful. But yeah. Remember the Magic I remember the Middles? No. They were like chocolate chip cookies made by uh, Keebler, which had like fudge injected in the middle of them as well. Those were I also... Good. I don't remember the spicy honey mustard combos, but I bet I'd like them. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pies from Hostess. Remember these? They were filled with vanilla green pudding. You take a bite of them and the yes. green pudding would ooze out. Oh, those were those were great. And I think they were green colored pastry as well. Oh, that was good. That was good. Oh, Brandon Banks, look at what you've done. Yeah, look at what you've done, you son of a bitch. Thank you to Glenn, Nate, Mrs. Manson, and Rachel, Che, Brent, and Brandon for your emails. Your emails, what, what, your emails. Doc Manson, it is that time again. What is your piece of positivity? What is going on? What is exciting? What are you loving in the world right now? Uh, Heading into this week, the first weekend of August. Rachel brought me a cheeseburger. One patty, two patties? One with that special cheese on it. And it was delicious. That's good cheese. I ate the shit out of that burger. When I make a grilled cheese, I intentionally put extra cheese that spills over so it kind of crisps. It's not the same. When you make a grilled cheese, is it a single slice or two slices or more? We don't have sliced cheese in our house, so it's shredded cheese. Okay. So it's just not something we ever do. So yeah, you take this like a food club or a Sargento cheddar, you put a handful on, you let some of it spill off. You've never I, made a grilled I cheese have. with American cheese. I have. Okay, so but, if you 
okay, when you did three, three. Now that is more excessive. than is enough. With when I was at home living with my parents, and they had to, you would take the the potato bread, you would cover the outside edges in so much butter that you did not know there was bread anymore. You would put that down, three slices of American cheese, and then yeah, it's amazing. My wife thought but- it was excessive and indulgent, even uh, that I put two slices in my grilled cheeses. It has to have at least two. Otherwise, you're just eating two pieces of bread with a hint of cheese. Apparently, that was their grilled cheese growing up. Single slices of cheese. Um, Yeah. I say this with all due respect, having met your wife's parents on multiple occasions. And I know they're older folk. Is that a depression era thing? What, like, they can't splurge on multiple pieces of cheese? It's craft singles. Open a second plastic pouch. I'm guessing they never bought craft singles in their life. What do you think? Deli cheese? That's it. That's to me, buying deli cheese for a grilled cheese seems silly. It's gotta be craft singles. If you're gonna go with the sliced cheese. How are the fries? They're fries to me. I always ask for them well done. They're okay. Um, they don't really like put any like salt or seasoning on them by default, so yeah. they're kind of bland. But they're nice, and crinkle they're cr- cut, and they're well they're yeah. well cooked, so they're good. Yeah, they have they have to be. I find them to be a little too potatoey sometimes. What I love about their restaurant, should we just name it? Sure. This point? <laughs> go to Shady Glen, people. All right, go to Shady Glen in uh, Connecticut. Look it up. Far from us, like the other end of the state from us, but look it up. Um. Yeah. Our Shady you, Glen should go to Shady Glen. <laughs> There's the title. <laughs> Shady Glen with two ends. With two ends. <laughs> um, uh, when you eat at the restaurant, they have little booths. It's supposed to you know, be reminiscent of like a 50s diner type of thing. Uh, they brought out this little metal. They probably don't do it now due to COVID, but they would bring out this little metal serving thing that had little cups with the ketchup and the mustard and the relish and the onions. And it was kind of a, you know, you would sort of spin it and be able to decorate your burgers as you saw fit. That I always thought was very cool. Yeah. Yeah. If you've never seen the uh, Shady Glen burger, look them up. I'm sure you can find a photo on the Googles because the cheese, the way they fry up that cheese is something, something special. You can look up, uh, I want to say, I think Guy Fieri went there for diners, drive-ins, and dives. Drive-ins, drive-ins, and So I'm pr- I think that's the case. But, uh, but either way, yeah, yeah they're, they're very, very good. So your piece of positivity is a delightful cheeseburger with the extra crispy cheese. Uh, the company was pretty see. good, too. Very nice. I'm glad you had a lovely afternoon. It's always nice to be able to do things like that. Uh, what do I got going on that's exciting to me? I had an idea. Now it's slipped away. Into Getting the old. ether. That's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, well, come on, DC. You got to think about something. I, I, come I'll on, DC. This. We only do this every week. Life's just so good. 
you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. I, for the first time in a very long time, I sat in front of a television Monday at eight o'clock and watched Monday Night Raw. So the fact that they, you know, again, did I watch the intent when I, I went to bed about halfway through? Never bothered finishing it. Part of it is because I can't watch it on this particular television at the moment. Um, you know, so I missed Champa getting a U.S. title shot against Lashley or earning that title shot. The match hasn't happened yet. But they're going to be doing a pay-per-view or a premier live event in the U.K. in the near future for with Clash at the Castle, which should be very good. So I feel like WWE is trending well, and AEW seems to be... Something came out today where they're, you know, changing up some of their training and talent development and doing all of that. So it will be interesting to see how AEW responds. And hopefully this means a great couple of years of pro wrestling where they're firing on all cylinders. So I will say that that mango seltzer also pretty good. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode 300. Are we at 330? Is it 330? We are at 330. 330. My goodness. What a world. Thank you for joining us for 330 wonderful episodes. Or maybe this is your first one. If so, we bid thee welcome. Doc Manson, anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that good night? Yeah, if you'd like to have your thoughts read on the air, send us an email, podcast at ddtwrestling.com. You can listen to our entire back catalog of episodes by going wherever it is you obtain your podcasty goodness. We are available in all the common repositories. And finally, if you like what you've heard, and how could you? Head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT wrestling to give just a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc. It does help us keep the lights on. It keeps the podcast train a chug of luggage. He is Dr. Mankind at Doc Manson. I am Durango Canyon at the DC Matthews. Shrimp tacos were just delivered with avocado and cabbage and some sort of sauce. Crema, a crema, perhaps some sort of crema. Well, take a bite. We cannot leave this show until you take a bite and give us your instant reaction. Soft shell taco. Got the crema on his lips. Mouth is full. Until we meet again, my friends, as you listen to the ASMR sounds of Doc Manson chewing on his tacos. Uh, Shrimp tacos. I made it in. Is Won't. Recording? We're still recording. No, we're yeah. still going. We haven't ended off. yet. No, no. That's, that's okay. <laughs> I made it. Bring me something fun. How is your crispy cheese? Crispy cheese is good. Yeah. Until we meet again, my friends. <laughs> Bye. Won't you be our bestie? <laughs> You're going to make yourself sick. <laughs>